Hello, hello. It's Sonia here with Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company, and welcome, my friends. Today is episode 52. That's right. You heard that correctly. It's been one year that I challenged myself to do the podcast I've been wanting to do to help reach out to more people, to help them live inspired lives. And I am so excited to share that this is episode 52, that there are some special prizes in here today that I definitely want you to lean into and um, capitalize on. So today's April 12th, 2021, that for those that have been following along, I've been doing these podcasts pretty much weekly over the last year. And as I had mentioned, this was part of my plan. I really wanted to get into podcasts. And one day last year, I said, I'm doing it. And I pressed record and I gave it a start. And ever since, I love it. I love it, love it, love it. I love the fact that I'm sharing some resources with with all of you and how it impacts you in different ways. Sometimes it's a simple message. Sometimes it's knowing that we're not alone on our journey. And sometimes it's helping us see the world through a different lens. And I know ultimately I'm here to help you get unstuck, ignite your passion and move forward a new direction, especially when it comes to living your best life. And I don't know about you, but sometimes living your best life when it comes to me, eh, right? I'm a little bit hard on myself when I take a bird's eye view. And that's what these podcasts are about is a bird's eye view. I see how much I've challenged myself, challenged myself in the ways of achieving time freedom, which I can say, check, balanced energy, check, check, and elevated finances, check, check, check. It's been an amazing year of growth and different challenges that I've set myself up for. So I found it very fitting that the topic of today's podcast is how to challenge yourself today, how it's, how to get started and why it's so important to push yourself past the brim. And the biggest start to this is we have one life. We don't know when it's going to end. And and again, not to be morbid, you hear me say that sometimes not to be morbid, but the reality is life is precious. Life is short. And we've made it so far with every single thing that we've pushed ourselves through. What's next? We don't know what's next, but we do know that we have today and that why don't we challenge ourselves today to just be a little bit better than we were yesterday? It's so important to challenge yourself and step outside your comfort zone. I promise you guys, if I didn't step outside my comfort zone, I wouldn't have been able to pivot after my studio closed. I wouldn't have been able to pivot after my two divorces in my, in my life. I would not have been able to pivot and do these podcasts or do my newsletters or write the books that I wrote this year. I wouldn't be able to achieve some of those goals that I look at every single day that I'm working towards. But I'm not working towards it for a future. I'm working towards those things to enjoy my life now. My life is worth enjoying now. Not just when I'm 60 or 70 or 80 or old enough to be officially retired. Because then what? I won't have the energy or my money will go to other reasons or I won't be physically fit. I don't know what the future looks like. So I encourage you today when you're taking a listen to the, to this podcast, how can you challenge yourself today to live your best life today? 
So there are some giveaways today, and I will be um, including how to get there. I'm actually going to share it now, and I'm going to share it again later. But what you need to do is you need to follow me on Instagram. So fresh underscore approach underscore fitness is how you can find me on Instagram. When you find me on Instagram, be sure to tag me in a post or a screenshot of a quote from your favorite Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company podcast. The favorite episode. Just take a screenshot of it and post it and share what your what your favorite thought is about it. You will then be drawn to win my 21 Days to a Smiling Reflection, which is going to help you start with change today. Help challenge yourself to upgrading and elevating your life today. Um, so it, make sure that you include the caption of the way you successfully changed yourself for, for a moment, for a day, or for a week. So those are the three steps. I will repeat them in the 21 days to a smiling reflection. You need to say it. Say it again. Say it with me. 21 days to a smiling reflection is an amazing, amazing package that I've put together. And I say this because we talk about in this package how to get started. We talk about why change is hard. There's an action guide. There's a story that you and I can both relate to. When I put it together, I'm like, yeah, we can relate to this for sure. And emotional eating. Because most of us, that's where the problem is. We're emotionally eating, whether we're happy or sad or not normally when we're just calm, do we emotionally eat. Um, How to stop the guilt. How to set boundaries. Within this 21 days to a smiling reflection, I do talk about your emotional eating style. Um, some people it's more obvious than others, but most of us have it and a healthy snack cheat sheet to help you get through those trouble moments. But here's the, here's the kicker. There's also 21 reflection for affirmations in here and 21 reflections for gratitude in this package that I put together. So 21 daily affirmations, 21 gratitudes and a habit tracker so you can keep track of where you're at and what you're doing. This is a phenomenal package. Now, in my experience, most people that have just received this, that have purchased the download, have not implemented. So I will be drawing for one special person a one-off coaching session to go with this as well to help you get set up with this package. So you are setting yourself up for success. This way here, you can challenge yourself today to upgrade and elevate your life. And why it's so important. You know, if you want to create change in your life, you need to challenge your life, challenge your choices, challenge your everyday, challenge yourself. So today I'm going to be introducing 10 ways you can challenge yourself today, today, this week, this month, whatever it looks like. We just talked about the giveaway. As I mentioned, I'm going to circle back to that again, um, closer to the end of the episode. But if it wasn't for challenging yourself, you'd be stuck. And I don't know about you, but I don't like being stuck. I don't like that feeling of limbo, of not knowing, of sitting in indecisiveness. I like to know one way or another which direction I'm headed in in life. So if you want change in your life, you have to get honest. Getting real with yourself about your life, your goals, your relationship, your happiness. All of this requires blunt and candid transparency. You're only being honest or dishonest with yourself. You know, when you work with a coach, 
They help keep you accountable. So when you slip up and you're not honest with yourself, your actions will speak louder. And, and that's where having an accountability partner such as myself or, or a different coach, it makes a world of difference. It's like going to the bank and having a banker connect with you to help you reach your goals of refinancing or getting a mortgage. It is like working with an accountant at the end of the year. Actually, none of those are true. My relationship with, I've had a really good relationship with the banker once and she helped me to a point and she was phenomenal. And I do have um, special kudos for Tracy because she went over and above and I've never had that experience before. But I want to say, be the change. Give the experience to people that you want to receive. And that's going to make the difference. I know when it comes to keeping accountable, we slip up. We have temporary moments of distraction that lead us to a pause. And that bigger pause helps us lose our fitting, fitting, our footing for the day. We get off balance and we get frustrated. We want to end that cycle. Even if it's 1% progress, it's progress. So when it comes to your goals, relationships, happiness, these all require a candid level of transparency. If you're tired of being tired, you need change. And for those that are on my newsletter, I sent an email yesterday. Um, I don't normally send them out on the weekends, but I sent one yesterday and it was all about change. And it was all about, where are you? Honestly, and, and I'm going to revisit this right here, but it's a wellness check-in. And I send typically a wellness check-in email out every Friday to thousands of people. And I don't get a message back. And I am inviting you, if you are on my email list, if you hear my podcast, if you see me on social media, and I'm asking any kind of question, my intention is for is to help you. Ask your questions. Give me your answer definitely throw some response out there. Here's what I put in the email yesterday. Life gets so busy. You know, it's been a long time since we've been in touch, most of us personally, and I hope you're doing amazing and having been kept, being kept well. You know, life has been full of ups and downs. I really hope that all of you, again, it doesn't matter how you're listening to this, but I really hope that all of you have been keeping well and been able to manage whatever roller coaster ride looks like in your life. But here's the question. How are you keeping happy and healthy these days? Think of the areas of mindset, money, meals, and movement. Now think of your day-to-day. What's working and what isn't? And I fully encourage every single one of you that did receive my email or that is listening to this post, this podcast, send me back an email, S-O-N-Y-A at freshapproachfitness.ca. I will respond. Let's start the conversation. I am more than willing to hear what you have to say and to give you some direction. But here's the thing. Think of the areas of money, mindset, meals, and movement. Now think of your day-to-day. What's working for you on your day-to-day and what's not working? You will stay stuck and every day will feel like you are on a hamster wheel because you don't know where to start. And if you knew where to start, you would have started by now. You would have some good positive progress. The fact that you're not responding or not you, but people are not responding to things tells me that two things, they're either caught in the moment thinking about what was said, or they're embarrassed and disappointed in themselves. So they don't want to share. 
people that have progressed want to share. At the beginning of this podcast, I shared with you some of my successes over the year. Well, I don't know if I've done this in recent podcasts. Um, so I'm going to take a minute now and it's not about bragging. So, you know, excuse me if it comes out that way. That is not my intent. My intent is sharing that this has been a challenging year for most of us. There's been a lot of pivots and ups and downs and a roller coaster ride. Such is life. And you've all know by now that I've picked myself up and I've started more than once in life with my kids. And some of that has led to hard feelings for them. Some of that has led to heaviness and a different set of expectations. And it's even led to my limiting beliefs and where I'm personally stuck. And, and this is where I constantly work on upgrading and elevating my life. I work with a coach. I work with a coach in a couple of different areas. And it's easy to give other people advice, but when you're working with a coach, you're also taking that advice and that makes you a better coach for it. It's like working with a financial advisor that takes care of their wealth. It's like living or sorry, working with a um, fitness trainer who works out regularly. You know, I'll be honest, it doesn't matter their weight or size. It's do they follow through with what they say? Do they live the example and lead the life that they're living? So I'm going to take a moment with you and share some of my wins from last year. I'm going to share first, um, my biggest hurdle from last year and my biggest point of heaviness from last year. And there were a couple of them. And I know there's people from all across that are listening to these podcasts, but, um, it's super important for me to share this without judgment to myself. And it took me a little bit to get over this. So some of what's transpired for me over the last 365 days, give or take a few more days, So COVID happened about this time last year, I officially made the decision to close down my studio. Uh, it was a dream of mine to have a fitness studio ever since 12 years ago when I first decided to fall in love with myself and I take care of my health. I was definitely not happy with the reflection in the mirror. Hence my signature 21 days to a smiling reflection program. I was in a bad marriage. I was in a job I didn't like. The only thing I liked was coming home to the girls, but there was my ex-husband or we were married at the time in the house and and it wasn't, it wasn't working out. There was too much heaviness. I was not in alignment with myself, let alone everything else that was going through our lives. I was not in alignment with who I was. I didn't even know as much who I was in that particular part of my life because I was so not living my truth without knowing it. All I did know is I wasn't happy and I wasn't smiling and I wasn't in the best shape of my life. So late thirties, fall in love with myself. I started to make a change and I started working out every day. I watched what I ate. I ended up losing 65 pounds. I ended up going down to a size six. But according to BMI, and you've heard me say this, I was still overweight. I was 153 pounds, 5'4", wearing a size 6. And according to, I was an athlete, running events, getting medals. Um, and I didn't see myself as an athlete. That was first to me. Um, but I didn't recognize myself in pictures because I had changed so much. But according to somebody else's standards in society, I was still overweight and obese. I had to get through my head and it took me years of doing this, that that number didn't matter. It didn't matter. And that's how I coach people. So that was why I fell in love with taking care of myself. And it made a big difference to my kids. It made a big difference to the relationship I had with myself. 
I wanted to say it made a big difference to my marriage, but those were other factors. But obviously, I'm sure it impacted my marriage because it told me at that time about myself and that I was willing to grow and to make change as being a growth mindset where my partner was. Now, there were other factors, so it's not about your mindset, but at the end of the day, um, we're no longer together. I'm not going to get into this personal story because that comes into a, um, a different conversation for a different day when it comes around mental health. But, but hear me out. This dream that I had for over 12 years that started with taking care of myself led to me moving to my hometown, buying a house four years ago that I was able to start fitness training and helping other people on my own terms, not through a different company, not like through all everything I had learned in all of those eight years before that I was able to put it all together and have my own space and help people live their best lives, no matter what it looked like. And it started with movement for some people, but it didn't. Let's be honest. You don't pay premium boutique prices for a fitness studio to work out if it's just for movement. There was a lot of conversation about mindset, positive self-talk, happiness. So the dream I had, the doors got closed. Because of so much unknown, I could not make a decision to move forward, have rent to pay, have a family to help support without cash flow and without the unknown. And this was before there was some additional help that got rolled out, but I just couldn't put myself further in debt. So I made a choice to close those doors and that was hard a year ago. That was really, really hard for me. Um, people were calling and trying to buy equipment. Some people were calling and asking for refunds. It broke my heart. In both cases, it broke my heart. Tony had to take over, um, some of those chores for me because I couldn't deal with it because for me, this was a close, the end of a dream. I had to get over it though. Um, I let myself heal like a loss because it was a loss for a lot of us last year. We experienced a loss of sorts. Now I'm the type of person that's, that's, as I mentioned before, that I have a growth mindset and I can pick up. So that was the heaviness that happened last year. From that heaviness though, so much else has come from there. It's been a full year since I've been doing podcasts. I do newsletters daily, Monday to Friday, different words of wisdom to help encourage you and help you stay on the right track with life. Or to help give you something to just look forward to. And I know not everybody reads them. I don't read every email that comes in, but I know I read the ones that I'm supposed to be reading. And they're there. So if you are on my newsletter list, definitely check your spam or junk folder because you'll probably find an email or two from Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company in there. And if you um, don't even know where to put them or you don't want to throw them out or you're not sure, just put them in a folder and, and read them on another day because I promise you, there's so much great information in there. And feel free to reply to me. I'm here to help support you on your journey, no matter what that looks like. So let's recap. Negative, lost the studio. And the end of what I thought a dream looked like at that time. And positive notes. I did podcasts. I do newsletters. My friends, I have written two chapters in two books. This is the beginning of me being an author. One of the books say yes to network marketing is already, or the power of yes, it was my why for network marketing is a number one bestseller globally right now on Amazon. 
Now, get in touch with me because I do have some copies coming in um, versus going on there. But you can go on there and see the book. Um, but if you're interested, I can get you my Amazon link, and that would make a big difference as well. The other book I'm doing is The Positives of COVID. And that one's, <clears throat> excuse me, it's already been submitted as well. So part of my dream was to write a book. Now, I've written two, two chapters and two books. But listen, it's just the beginning. I'm not saying I've written a formal book. I participated and I have my name on two books that are out there in the world, helping me leave my legacy behind. You know what else I've done? I'm a grandma. That's huge. I spend more time with my family now. I've met my neighbors. I know my neighbors all by name. Love it. I hang out with my friends on the weekly. If not, we talk on the phone. I try to see them even through, um, even through COVID, we can safely um, social distance by going for a walk or by sitting outside and talking or connecting. So I am closer with my friends and my neighbors, definitely closer with, with Tony. And here's the thing. I am an employee. I work full-time right now serving. I help others elevate and upgrade their life as well through a different modality. And I'm not going to share with how I do it or what I do, because I know some of my coworkers and peers listen to this. And so they know what I do, but what I do is I still help people live their best lives. I still do that as part of my full-time job. I've made it. So I take my holidays and vacations almost every Friday, at least two Fridays a month. I have off for the rest of the year. And that's how I'm achieving time freedom. And balanced energy. I have more time to take care of myself, right? Because I have one extra day off. I'm maximizing that day guilt-free. Whether I want to work on my business or whether I want to hang out with my grandson or my kids or get stuff done or just chill, I have found that perfect blend. For me, my blend is different than your blend. It works for me. And here's, here's the icing on the cake. My finances have changed exponentially. From a year ago, I have done a major shift. And I'm sharing this not to boast, as I mentioned, but to let you know there's opportunity for change. And with change comes so much potential. I am debt-free. I am completely debt-free besides my mortgage. I'm actually looking at purchasing another rental property, like a cottage, ideally, so I can leave a legacy behind for my family when that time comes. So we have a place to gather so I can let it out let rent, let rent, ha, rent it out to other people so they can build those memories as well with their families and their loved ones. That is my next goal. That is my next plan. Instead of, you know, instead of buying a house that's more expensive, I want to buy a different place that we can go away to. That's about 45 minutes from where we live. And I can't believe it tickles me pink when I can say I am debt free besides my mortgage. Um, I look at my money regularly. I make executive choices based on my finances. I am very proud to say that last year had a lot more wins than negative or a lot more happiness than losses or however you want to label it. And that's because I allowed myself to change. Now, there are so many ways I can pivot. Okay, I've gained weight. I'm a health coach who's gained weight. I'm still at physio. I'm still working on taking care of my feet. I still am human. I've still emotionally ate just like everybody else as I'm dealing with this. But that too will pass. I will get past that. I just started picking up. Oh, guys, I don't know if you know this. I just started doing twice a week online Zoom training. So for anybody that's interested, your first two sessions are free. 
It's starting off at about 15 minutes now. It will get up to 45 minutes. But 15 minutes is where we're starting, full body, including a warm-up and a cool-down. Then, twice a week. Then, so your first two classes are free. It will be free with any coaching program that you purchase for me. So if you're the winner of the 21 Days to a Smiling Reflection giveaway and you decide to upgrade to a coaching program, you will get these workouts for free. I haven't quite figured out what I'm going to charge for these outside of that. Um, but definitely your first two are free. So message me. Find out that Zoom link. Let's get in here and, and do this together. Move your body more. So I also put in yesterday's email, find out how healthy you are or aren't. There is a 22 section questionnaire for you to go through and it's a self-assessment and it's a major eye opener. And I suggest that you do it. Send me the numbers and we can take a look at where you're at with everything. Now, a few more things, a few more things I want to go over with you that was included in yesterday's email. Do you feel honestly like somehow, some way, something has to change? Are you ready now? Do you understand that if you don't change anything, nothing will change? You will still continue to be on that hamster wheel. With my support, all of my frustrated clients who are stretched thin finally get unstuck. They ignite their passion and they move forward with new direction. I invite you all to get started on your journey. You deserve to get off the hamster wheel and to live a fulfilled, happy, and healthy life. I have some ways today to help you do that. So if you're tired of being tired, you need change. If you're tired of being broke, you need change. If you're tired of not having hope, you need change. Falling down the rabbit hole of laziness happens to the best of us because let's be honest, we're all guilty of slacking. Everyone can't be an ultra motivated person. Like sometimes it sounds like I am, but I'm not. I have good balance. And Definitely, there's a documentary that you should take a look at, Jiro Dreams of Sushi. Um, if you haven't seen this documentary, you'll need it. It's a pep talk for the soul. Um, you'll see I always put different documentaries up on my, um, on my Facebook and my social media platforms as well. But what if instead of throwing down your gloves and stepping out of the ring, you, you made an effort to adapt some self-improvement? What if you made small commitment to changing the little things? What would happen? Challenging yourself and breaking old habits might be and is certainly easier than you think. It is certainly, and this is why the 21 Days to a Smiling Reflection is so successful. I've got 10 ideas for you, so lean in, grab your pen and paper, and give one of them a try. Flip the script on your everyday life and help provide a new outlook on just one thing. First thing, read different books. Read different books. So whether it's fiction or nonfiction, read something different. Personally, I don't know if you want to hear this. This is one of my goals from last year. And, and again, I know it sounds like it's much when I'm saying it, but it's really not. I have read so far this year, one, two, three, four, five, six different books, nonfiction, personal development books. That's the way I rule. That's what I like to read. I will read a couple of fiction books a year out of choice, normally by the pool, um, but read what you want. Try something different. The book I'm reading right now is the 6am club. Sorry, the 5am club. Absolutely love it. It is one of my, here's the thing. I want to, I'm excited to finish this book so I can hurry up and read it again. So I can read it again. I've never wanted to say that about a book, but there's so much I want to write down and implement. And I will be ruling this out with a coaching program. 
as part of my 21 days to a smiling reflection. It is part of the wellness coaching in the check-in. Here's another thing. Purge your closet. Your closet is a perfect example of the 80-20 rule, which you've all heard me talk about, the 80-20 rule. 80% of the time, you should be on on par for your reaching your goals. Tracking your food, 80% of the time. Eating healthy, 80% of the time. Working out, 80% of the time. In life, in life, 20% of your clients will give you 80% of your business. In life, 20% of the clothes we own, we wear 80% of the time. So there's the 80-20 rule, no matter how you slice it. Okay. So it begs the question, when was the last time you took an audit of your closet? I looked at things this weekend and it's actually one of what I want to do is go through my closet. It's likely filled with t-shirts from old events, outdated sports jerseys, outfits and shoes you never wear. You probably have a pile of jeans that are either too big or too small. If you haven't worn a piece of clothing in a year, toss it. Now, I don't want to say toss something formal because you don't know when you're using that again or something sentimental. Now, I could say or emotional or this or that, but be ruthless here. You've changed. You've changed over the year. One way or another, you've changed. Your style's changed. Your personality's changed. You've probably have gotten a lot stronger. Most of you are probably wearing yoga pants more often than not. I am. I haven't worn jeans in about a year. About. I wear yoga pants specifically from Zaya. So if you're not making money with what you're wearing, guys, why aren't we talking? Seriously. Um, no, think about that. You're washing your body every single day. Why are you not making money on what you're using anyways? Why are you giving it to somebody else? But that's a, that's a story for another day. But I wear leggings most days or dresses. That's, that's it. Um, that's pretty much what I wear. So why do I have two drawers of jeans? I'm going to be a different style when I go to wear them anyways. So if you haven't worn a piece of clothing in a year, toss it. Grab everything you're not in love with and throw it in a pile. Get rid of those button-up shirts that are too long and not tailored. You are only going to need to wear what you love. Ideally, 30 hangers is the perfect size for the closet. Think of the overwhelm when it comes to making choices every morning, especially when we're only wearing 20% of our clothes anyways. During the purge, and decluttering, it can actually be good from a, psych- a psychology perspective. Um, the environment we live in has unforeseen impacts in our lives. So cultured environments tend to have more issues at home. A person who likes clutter are very simply provides a barrier to living. So any kind of clutter, I I said that all wrong, but any kind of clutter provides a barrier to living. So on the flip end, if everything is too perfect and too pristine, um, everything has a home, everything has a place. You don't want it to the point where you can't use it, but you definitely want to avoid issues with clutter. Clutter leads to a barrier to living and more issues at home. So take that big old pile that you just did and Save it for donation if your donation spots are closed like ours are. But this small gesture will help you unburden your closets, your space. It'll clear more room. Think of clearing your closet as space in the highway. This is what meditation does for me. Just so you know, this is my relative on meditation. You know when you're driving on the highway and there's cars in front of you and beside you and behind you, and then there's that space between you and the cars? That space is what meditation does. That space is what having a clear closet does for me. It helps you safely navigate. 
It helps you safely make decisions. So meet your neighbors. We talked about this earlier. Get up, go for a walk, check out the neighborhood, stop and chat with your neighbors, learn their names. It's important if you know the folks who live up and down your block. It makes for a tighter community and you can potentially help solve problems before they start. You've heard me talk about how happy I am the fact that we've met our neighbors over the years. Getting to, you know, getting to know our neighbors has become so important. It's become our daily ritual. Um, and I think this is fantastic. When we're not in COVID, we're going to be doing some sort of block um, party. We're going to invite people over. Okay, the fourth point, get creative. One of the best ways to unlock your mind is by being creative. This weekend, I was painting something outside. And just the whole purpose of painting being creative is amazing. I was painting um, a bench that I have on our front porch and I was painting it all black. And so two days I was painting and it feels really, really good. And it's probably been a long time since you painted or since you've been creative. You know, if you're not much of a sketch artist, there's adult coloring books and there's books that teach or- origami. YouTube has videos to teach you about anything, but Drawing itself has several health benefits. Apart from being a big stress reducer, it can actually work as a way of helping us remember things in the future. That's because we're using our brains. That's a story for a different day. But more than that, creativity through art helps us with problem solving. Because we step away from the problem, the answers will come to us. Plus, it helps us live our best life. So I really want you to think about how you can add more creativity in your day. And if you're not sure where to start, give me a call. I can help you brainstorm, but I challenge you to go back to thinking, what did you like to do as a child when it came to creativity? Did you paint? Did you bake? Did you draw? Did you color? Were you artistic in terms of music? What did it look like for you? Okay, the fifth point, exercise, exercise, exercise. We talked about this already, but there's only one thing that'll provide immediate results and that's moving your body really moving your body. We're designed to be outdoors, moving around, doing stuff with our bodies. Binge watching Netflix is not what we're meant to be doing for the long term. We need to get out of the house. And if we can exercise out of the house, it's going to be double the results. If you're a gym person, join a softball league, play play pickup games at the local park with the basketball crew, get outside as much as you can. Long walks are another way of getting out exercise done outside. Bike rides, These can both be good for the body, but also the mind. There's something about moving around in the fresh air that results in us, giving us the mindset we need to tackle our day. An intense dance routine in your living room with the kids can do wonders too. Just crank that music up. If you have a victory for something throughout the day, if you just want to change your mood, crank the music up and dance or just sing to the song. All of these activities will help keep your weight in check and release critical endorphins. If you're one of the million with mental health issues like anxiety, sorry, one of the millions, not million, not one in a million, but if you're one of the millions people with anxiety and mental health issues like depression, regular exercise is certainly a part of your day-to-day. And if it isn't, it should be. Um, It makes an impact on the severity of the effects of these diseases. And it really helps you make that change to turn your life around. And I truly believe in some form or other, most of us have some sort of mental illness that we're fighting with, whether or not we share or not. So when you're at work, get up from your desk every few hours, create a 15 minute routine and walk it. 
So walk around the block for 15 minutes, two or three times a day. Get outside. Grab your phone. Listen to a podcast. This one is perfect. And check out what your environment has to offer. And if you need an excuse, if you're not ready to do this for you, get a dog. Do it for them. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) You can borrow one of mine. Number six, make time for people. If you're an introvert, this might be a little tricky, but you can do it. Okay. Make time for your friends and get out of the house. Yes, I know back in Ontario, we're in a stricter social distancing block, but it doesn't mean your friends can't come over and you can't talk across um, some safe space. So try a phone call even if it's easier, but make lunch plans with an old friends and don't bail on them. One of the things I did last year that I loved is I had 16 impromptu um, get togethers with people that I'd either never met or I hadn't seen in 20 years. I loved that feeling. So building good personal relationships have been scientifically proven to help make any changes and challenges appear easier and to feel conquerable. Okay. It is important. We're not meant to be alone. Schedule time away from your desk. You need it. Remember those walks in the neighborhood or get away from your office. Invite a coworker to go with you. Invite a friend to meet you for 15 minutes. Um, make exercise time non-negotiable instead of when you have nothing better to do and call your mom, your cousin, reconnect with people on Facebook in the same real sense, not just a photo click, make an effort to connect with the new hires in your office. If, if you know them, get to know them, grab lunch or coffee with them, learn about them. No one likes the awkwardness of starting a new job and you could be a welcome distraction for them. Okay. Make time with your spouse when it comes to connecting with others. You've all heard me talk about date night and that's what made our, that's what truly makes our relationship successful is we have date night every night. It's one of my favorite parts of the day is just sitting and being together. There's so many other moments I love, but our time together, that's it. It's more than just a prearranged date night for time together. Get out there and take a hike. Couples need more time together. Relationships need activities beyond hitting the daily the daily chores, the daily what needs to be done, the daily routine. So reconnecting with people is a great way to flesh out your anxieties, your concerns, to bounce ideas off trusted friends, topics or personal subjects you've been bottling up for any kind of reason is a great way to open up and to get some words of wisdom from people that you know and love. All right, here's a couple more. I I said there'd be 10. We're at number seven. Get out of your comfort zone. If you've had your eye on a new restaurant for a while, but you're scared to go in because you're a picky eater, go for it. What do you have to lose? 10 bucks or 20 bucks? What do you have to lose? Get out of your comfort zone. It's not going to be easy, but we stay there because it's routine and it's familiar and we're never going to grow in our comfort zone. So the benefits of stepping outside your comfort zone can have lasting impact. The ability to buy that plane ticket and explore a new city or a state or a country. I had some clients last year that traveled on their own and I thought it was fantastic. They just did it. And I thought it was great. Try that new dish. Go for a job that you desire because the impact will have a bigger difference on yourself and others. Learn, change how you interact with the world. Getting out of your comfort zone makes your brain react differently to a situation. It's not on autopilot anymore. Because the iron environment is different, the context is different. When it's different, you're challenging growth. You have to think and move differently thanks to not knowing the next step. This is where you grow. But when we want to do great things, we need to challenge our comfort. 
Okay? We need to challenge our comfort zone. Just outside our comfort zone. And we want to reach. We want to go somewhere that is not too uncomfortable, but uncomfortable enough that we're hedging on that change. And nothing's going to hold us back. So with the comfort zone, we are stuck in a neutral brain space because internally there's a lot of fear um, of risk and anxiety, which results in us holding back. When we learn that it's okay to lean into stepping outside what we're comfortable with, we, our brain appreciates the challenge, especially if it's not too much at first until we get used to it. When our brain appreciates the challenge, we can do great things. We need deadlines and we need schedules that have projects and things to fulfill. But by taking on new work and new roles and not doing the same thing, we are challenging our core expectations. When we challenge our core expectations, my friend, we grow. But going for that new job or taking out work that is outside of our realm, the idea of screwing up may drive you to discover new ways to work smarter, not harder right? You want to be working smarter or ways to do your regular job better. So you can then have more of what you're searching for in life. Like that time freedom we talked about, balanced energy. And when things go sideways at work, you'll be able to adapt to the change or help put out random fires because you're in a completely different mindset. Another perk of stepping out of your comfort zone is to boost your creativity. If you're creative in any field, it's imperative to read different things, to listen to new music, to try a different medium with art. Learning new skills and seeking out new experience inspires us to try different approaches beyond what works. You're going to find new results and you're going to be pleased with what you discover works for you. The caveat here is not to continue what you've just discovered. Grow a little bit more. Push yourself a little bit further. All right. Number eight, create a major, crazy, scary goal and stick to it. What could that be? I've talked about this before, having goals to look forward to. I will help you break them down, but let's talk about a significant goal. Okay. Dream up a significant goal, but make sure that there are little goals that lead up to the finish line. So if we talk about weight, which is a common one, if I were to say to you, you can lose 52 pounds. If we're 200 pounds, you could be 148 pounds by this time next year. Your first answer is like, what? No, that's a lot of weight. No, can't do it. What if we break that down? What if we break that down to the fact that that's 12 pounds a quarter? That is four pounds a month. That is one pound a week. One pound a week is doable, especially if you're working with a coach and you're staying on track and you're watching what you're doing and you're changing your thoughts. One pound a week is doable. 52 pounds a year is overwhelming. Pick your choice. They're both going to get you to the same direction. Do you want it easy? Do you want it hard? So when you dream up a significant goal, make sure there are little goals that help you get to the finish line. If you hate flying, take a short flight in that state and work your way up to getting to somewhere else. Maybe you want to go to the Opera House in Sydney, Australia, but you hate flying, so there's no other way you can get there. All right? Work on taking a small flight then a bigger flight, then a bigger flight until you're comfortable taking such a long flight to Sydney, Australia. So you can go to the opera house if that is your big personal goal. Marathon, marathon runners. If you run a marathon while training to climb Mount Everest or get comfortable 
cooking. Okay, I'm going to rephrase this because I have my notes all written down, all scattered. So run marathons while training to climb Mount Everest. Get comfortable cooking for the family and jump into culinary school. Get a skateboard and learn how to ride a straight line and then move into turning. No is expecting, no one is expecting you to make it over the rails um, or to do skate videos. But the act of actively trying to get the ride in will be good for your heart and your head. The goal of trying to cook more for your family and trying new recipes will get you better at what you're doing. The small successes will propel you towards the bigger goal. And each successive victory in the looming crowning achievement will make it so much more doable. Doable, And the looming crowning achievement is what I want to talk about. That's where we're setting up different rewards for your successes. We need to be doing this when it comes to new goals, setting up rewards for those small goals that you're making in between. All right. Number nine. I know I tripped over some of those words a little bit. My handwriting is awful, but it doesn't matter. Unplug. It's ironic that you're probably reading this or listening to this through technology, right? It's okay to put the devices down. You know, I definitely appreciate people that step away from their technology like I do over the weekends, in the evenings, when you have some sort of respected boundary. Challenge yourself and the 24-hour-7 notification culture that we have and put your phone down. Leave it in your car when you go into the store. Let it sit on the counter while you watch TV or read your book. Put it in the other room at night. That's what I do. 9.30 at night, it goes in the bedroom. I'm done. Okay. It's more than just a mental black hole that can suck away hours of your time. Our devices rewire the way we think and the way we enjoy fulfillment. We don't need to snap photos of every six minutes of our lives. And Facebook will go on just fine without us. You can find almost anything locally. Maybe not now with COVID. You might have to lean into some friends or check Amazon. But it doesn't mean you need to do it right now. Unplug and rediscover your hobbies or find a new one. Your brain well, thank you. Technology will still be there. And point number 10, if you are looking for a change, which is good because this is a long podcast today, get a mentor. Um, get a mentor. Get yourself an accountability coach, a life coach, a wellness coach, a health and, a health and happiness coach, somebody that you look up to. You know, I've had a lot of people say to me, they just want my energy. Or even when I started new jobs when I was younger and they thought my energy or my work ethic would change. You don't change when this is who you are. You grow into it and you do it better and better, but you don't change with this is the person I am. Sorry, sip of water. 50 minutes of talking in them. But, um, you know, you don't change when you are true to yourself that way. I'm still full of energy and excitement every single day. And it dawns on me that I'm not a 20-year-old anymore. You know, I'm closer to 50. Don't tell anybody. I'm closer to 50 than I am 20, right? A couple years away. So have a mentor that's living the life that you want. Watch the people that you're surrounding yourself with. The word mentor has an interesting past. Finding its roots, um, it means that you are looking up to somebody. Even today, that is true. People find and seek inspiration from all corners of the world. From a local gardener whose gardens desire a feature in a magazine, who has experience in a successful industry, you want to enter and be just like them, right? So let's just say you are looking to elevate your garden and you just want to put your creativity into your garden. Now, you're probably going to pick up gardening magazines, find out who your gardening friends are, 
And that's what I mean. You want to become, you want to enter that environment and that lifestyle um, where you're going to get valuable wisdom and guidance. It comes from all different shapes and sizes. Maybe it's time that you sought out a mentor for wisdom and guidance through life's personal and professional jungles. Find a leader continuing crushing it in your space and see if they'd be willing to get down for coffee. A mentor could be a coach. It could be a friend. It could be somebody you don't know well, but you aspire to be just like. A mentor can help you understand roadblocks and offer solutions for getting on the right path instead of throwing your hands up. Once we start in that spiral wheel when it comes to our emotions, it's hard to bring yourself back up to your new threshold, right? It really is, but you can get there. Guidance comes in many forms, and by opening up yourself to someone who's been there, and if you're willing to take on help and advice, there may be a real benefit. Change can happen as long as you challenge yourself and rise to the occasion. If you stay focused and remain dedicated, you too can do great things. I'm so excited to hear what great things you can accomplish or what you have accomplished over the year. I certainly believe in you. That is a fact. So on that note, I am chiming off for the day. I'm going to remind you the three ways, the three steps that you need to do in order to connect with me um, and to win a free copy of your 21 Days to a Smiling Reflection. Okay. In order to do this as a reminder, follow me on Instagram at fresh, excuse me, fresh underscore approach underscore fitness. Tag me in a post, fresh underscore approach underscore fitness in a post of a screenshot of our quote from your favorite podcast or of the screenshot of what the podcast looks like, but definitely share something about that podcast, why it's your favorite. Include the caption of the way you successfully challenged yourself in a moment, a day, or a week. Let's help inspire others. And guys, keep glowing. Keep growing. Keep glowing. I can't believe I messed that up. Definitely coffee. You guys know I do this at like 6.30, 7.30 in the morning, right? On Monday mornings. Yeah. Great way to start on Mondays by inspiring and uplifting. Thank you so much for being a part of my journey. Have yourself a fantastic week.